When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. We're back with season three, episode three of Sailing Yacht, titled, I'ma Let You Finish. But in this week's episode, everyone is apologizing to Ashley. We start to see more tension between the stews, and we welcome on our crew's favorite former guests. Plus, we'll give out some awards and go out with our question of the week. Then we'll finish up with some life advice around managing a budget. As always, you can email us at belowdeckpod at gmail.com to submit life advice questions you have. Let's bring in my co-host. Now, Sean, aside from the terrible titled, I'ma let you finish, uh, was there anyone else in this episode except Ashley, Tom, and Chuck? Whoever is in charge of naming these episodes was waiting to use like a, a Kanye pun. Yeah, like we got the pun. It's just bad. Yeah, but you know, whoever this was, they were waiting years and like, they're like, okay, a lot of omelets were mentioned tonight. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to go for it. Yeah. This is this it. This was their super. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. It's not my favorite title. Um, yeah. Jen, I have a lot of thoughts on Chuck, but I mean, tonight was really a showcase episode for Ashley, especially the, yeah. the first half of the episode. It was all Ashley all the time. And I can't wait to get to it. I, we should probably start with uh, Tom and Ashley, but uh, all of the uh, the Ashley politicking with Gabby and kind of power moving her and kind of moving up the ranks. I, I, I just loved every minute of that. I, I can't wait to get to that. Yeah, uh, I, I think Ashley's like a start in all for all the wrong reasons. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, all right, so let's get into it a little bit. So the big thing that we see is the conclusion of Tom and Ashley. So in the previous episode, you know, Tom gets, I think he gets frustrated with Ashley. Tom kind of a dick to him, uh, saying, oh, I wouldn't date someone your age, but yet they're the same age. Um, and so, uh, you know, we get to the conclusion kind of the next day. Tom has a little talk with Gary and you know, Gary actually puts him on the straight, just saying, hey, sometimes these small things can become big things and suggest that uh, he apologizes to her or at least talks it out, right? Yeah. What What was the apology about, though? Because she was pretty mean to him, I guess, for raising his voice. I think it was, yeah, that he got, like, I think he was just apologizing. Like, he got seated with her that night yeah. because... You know, he thought that she was like attacking him for being young and naive and all that when really that that's not the case. Well, she never really backed down, though. She was like, she was like, yeah, like, I, I think you're immature. And like, I like she never backed down from that. So so and I don't like I mean, like none of the girls are going to hook up with you sober. I mean, that's pretty mean. I, I think he apologized because he wanted to hang out and talk to her more. And there's, yeah. 
there is sexual tension uh, there. Oh, we wanted to just get like a clean slate. Yeah. yeah, there's even this time where you like like towards the end, Ashley's even saying like, "Oh, I was gonna come talk to you anyway." No, you were not, Ashley. You were not gonna go make amends, Mia Copa, with Tom. He just happened to be the bigger man in this situation, and you know now you're just gonna like pretend that you were gonna do the same. <laughs> I kind of thought about it like he's kind of interrupting her work too. So again, maybe she's not really into the apology at the time. And she said her radio was off. I don't know if that's true. Maybe she's on the time, but I don't know. Like, there is a little sexual tension there, right? There definitely is. Um, Maybe see to Tom, but there's kind of enough there. And I mean, considering Ashley was ready to like hook up with Gary night one, like, unless she really has it in just for Gary, she's, she's kind of down to clown a little bit, right? Yeah. If someone's your type, they're your type. Now, I think it, like, like that's her head saying like, I don't want to hook up with a guy that's that immature. But if the physical attraction's there, I think it's going to happen. Like John, that's like not wanting to hook up with someone that you work with because of the complications. If you're still attracted to them, I feel like it's probably going to happen yeah it's not ideal but people just put themselves in those situations all the time so i i'm interested to see what's going to happen there because there's you know a little little gary daisy for foreshadowing this episode but now sean put in put in give me a percentage here what are the odds tom and ashley mm, i'm gonna say more than kiss i'm gonna say 40 percent okay that's not bad i i i i I think i'm with you there because i think gary kind of wants to hook up with her i think that's probably going to happen at some point um that kind of makes it weird for everybody else but uh she's a wild card man she can go a lot of different ways here (laughs) yeah and (laughs) i i i don't know if like john you said like maybe he apologized to kind of reset everything with her yeah and Maybe, maybe that did work. Like, even though like apology wasn't really warranted, like he didn't have to do that. And maybe it was just to get more one-on-one time with her. I mean, candidly, I thought it should have been a apology the other way around. Right. Yeah. Like, or like, She should have probably apologized to him. She was really mean to him, man. Yeah. Like it should have been a mutual apology. Me, be pretty upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really see the mutual apology. Uh, Sean, there was another apology that happened. So <clears throat> During the episode, what Gabriella was like kind of sick. She made a list for Ashley to do. Ashley just doesn't do it. She's kind of just sitting there saying she's helping Daisy plan. Gabriella ends up doing all the cleaning. Like then comes in and in like front of everybody, it's just like, hey, did you do any of this shit? Like, I gave you a list. What what on the list are you doing right now? Um, <laughs> and like I can see why Gabriella is frustrated. And it's not a good look for Ashley, but it's also not a good look for Gabriella calling her out in front of everybody. I think I mentioned at the top, this is my favorite part of the episode. Um, So, okay. Every job I've ever worked, there's always been someone like this, where they invite themselves into management discussions, where they're like the least person, the the least important person at the job. But like, if they see like two managers talking, they'll kind of walk up and discuss with them. And it does work. I don't know why it just, you do seem more important 
when you're doing that. <laughs> so like just great power move by Ashley to sort of like, oh, Gabby gives me this list. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit down next to Daisy and pretend like I'm helping Daisy with these like decisions, which I'm pretty sure she's not. Like she's just kind of maybe agreeing with Daisy or just like, also, or maybe like, I think at one point she kind of offers up suggestions like for other ways to do stuff. And Daisy's not going to take those suggestions, but in a weird way, it like to Daisy makes like, actually seems like she has a lot of initiative, which she doesn't, but it's, it seems that way. And also it just makes uh, Daisy like her. And John, like, wouldn't you agree when Ash, when, um, when Gabby kind of interrupts their meeting, if you, if you call it a meeting, it was just like kind of Ashley hanging near Daisy and brings up the list. Daisy kind of gets annoyed with Gabby, right? Yeah. So Daisy gets annoyed because of Gabby, but they're both just, Daisy just doesn't have time for this shit, man. Like she right. has the most high maintenance charter gas she's ever worked with. Uh, there was actually something, I think Daisy, Daisy basically said that like, this wasn't, this wasn't put out. Uh, but on her Twitter, she mentioned, she said, my reaction to Erica coming back was not shown, but she was actually crying when she found out they were coming and wasn't mentally prepared and overwhelmed. So like, she's probably just, she just, she just doesn't have time for Gabriella and Ashley to bicker. She's just like, we just need to get this shit done now. Um, and yeah, I, I genuinely think that like Daisy wasn't upset at either of them, just didn't have any time for it. Right. But Ashley wins though, because Ashley just wasn't doing her job. And yes. Ashley it, wins by not doing her job. She does. So, and, she yeah, does. And, yeah. And, and they come away even in Daisy's eyes. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a, but it's really interesting because even Gary says to uh, Gabriella, just says, hey, you shouldn't really call someone out in front of everybody. It's not a good look for them. It's not a good look for you. And so yet again, Ashley's getting another apology. Like, first off, this seems like the most leadered Gary I've ever seen. So he was a great leader in this episode. And I don't want to take away from that, but we're all just apologizing to Ashley. And I think that's A, because Ashley cannot apologize. I don't think it's in her blood. And B, Sean, did you see how she took the apology from Ashley? Wait, how Gabby took, the, or how Ashley took the apology? Yeah. What, wasn't she like, she's not into the, the rankings? No, but she said, like, she's also like, I'm not into the rankings. She's like, you should have thought of, you should have, you should have thought about the impact before you did it. Like, she was just basically <laughs> like, she was, dude, she was just totally being a bitch to Gabriella. It just was like, oh, I missed Gabriella that. Was, Dude, Gabrielle, she was just trying to apologize, trying to be like, hey, I'm sorry I did this. And Ashley just had no time for it. She's like, she's like, yeah, you should have thought about that. How did you not think of the impact before you did it? Like, dude, remind me to never apologize to Ashley for anything. It does not come off well. <laughs> the people feel compelled to apologize to her, thanks to Gary. And like, Gary's given great advice. The, yeah. advice, the, the, the advice to Gabby was, or Gabriella was like, perfect. Like, because yeah. like she didn't come across looking good, like like saying that in front of everyone. That is true, and like like they're even in Daisy's eyes right now. 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, Gary keeps getting everyone to apologize to Ashley. And Ashley's just like, she doesn't give you that closure at all. It's no. like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you should be apologizing, but I don't actually forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I wasn't really wronged. Yeah. Um So, Sean, you want to get into uh, our charter guest here? I think we should. Yeah, so we've got, uh, obviously, um, Erica and Cindy are coming back. <clears throat> so they're the lovable mother-daughter combo. And uh, this time, Erica, I don't know if she was married before, but she's bringing in Chuck. Um, Charles, I guess, if he's <laughs> trying to be classy. But this guy's totally a Chuck. Um and uh, not all of them make it. So Cindy doesn't even make it on time because apparently there's like this police thing and she was stealing an omelet or something. And Glenn was like surprised when he heard about it. And Daisy just goes, I told you they're crazy. I mean, <laughs> like Daisy, Daisy is not happy that they're coming back on board. Um, <clears throat> Sean, just give me your reaction to this. What was going on? Chuck, Erica, the whole thing. It was just, there's so much nonsense that happened. There's a lot to get to, um, you know, like with steak orders and bikinis, but John, I mean, okay. So Cindy, so Erica and Chuck are in first class, right? Yep. And Cindy, uh, Erica's mom is in coach. Now, uh, economy, economy plus. All right. Now right there, isn't it a bad look for Chuck to make your mother-in-law sit in economy plus when you're in first class it's not a good look i've never been on a plane where my my senior relative is in coach and i'm in first class but i would switch yeah like, that's what you do like if you're on a bus and uh a woman gets on or a kid gets on you 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 stand up and give them your seat right now maybe on a on a plane you don't just give your first class seat to anyone but if it's your parent or your in-law you yes you do yeah i think i would feel awkward now i don't know like maybe maybe chuck's the one with the money i i, I don't know regardless it's just like a it's a weird move now he yeah. tries to make up, make it up to her by giving her his omelet, apparently in first class. Now, but so no, he was he was sleeping, and she oh. took the omelet that he ordered while he was sleeping, and that's why the whole hell blew. He didn't do anything. Let's not let's not make Chuck the mar the, you know he's he's not the saint here. Okay, but and so we're supposed to believe that she was kicked off the flight because of that. I'm in midair. They just like, yeah, someone's omelet was stolen. We're, we're making an emergency landing. Like I'm very confused. That was, that was I, a big story, right? That's a fake story. It's probably, probably a mass thing. Yeah, probably. I mean, you see him every day in the news. So um, now Sean, a couple of things I found out about Chuck, he's a Gemini, which if we, if I know anything about below deck, don't just don't deal with Gemini's. I don't, I don't follow it. I don't know it. I don't know anything about it. All I know is like when we started doing below deck, Sean, um, I forget her name now, but she was like the Jessica. She was the stew that uh, was like all about astrological. Oh, 
Was that her name from uh, Blue Deck Legacy? No, Blue Deck Med. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was Jessica. She was a big, uh, big horoscope person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, big horoscope. And she, like, kept talking about, like, how he, she's a Gemini and how that means she has to, like, act out or all this. I don't know what it was. But all I, when I heard Chuck say he was a Gemini, I was just like, all right, here we go. Just someone who is going to act shitty and then say that, it's because of their astrological sign they're allowed to act shitty and guess what this guy sucks he sucks the whole time he starts off by talking ashley's ear off while they're while ashley is like unpacking his stuff while he's laying on the bed which first of all not a good look man i don't care how much money i have or like what power i'm in i'm not gonna have somebody like like take clothing out of my bag while i'm just laying there um Although, it's, a, it's a weird move, but especially while you're in the room. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's talking to her about Florida, about the snowbirds. Yeah. It's like, I think, like, did you, were you not expecting that? So people, <laughs> people travel to Florida in the winter? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, that's the only drawback. Like, how yeah. was he not expecting that? Yeah. It's really weird, too, because. It, Remember last year where Cindy, the mom, was talking off another Stu's ear while she was unpacking? Allie, yeah. Allie. It's, like, it's almost yeah. like this is a theme with these people, mainly because they just like to talk while other people do their bidding. I don't know. But um, there was another couple of things. John, so you want to talk about the food a little bit? They just, I actually think, and the first time we're mentioning him, but he had, he had an interesting episode, um, Marcos. So... Marcos basically called them out like in the like not in front of him but he's basically just like these people don't have like sophisticated palates like he brought up like a good menu for them he's like oh yeah well you know I've got some gazpacho and then Chuck's just like in the background being like gross (laughs) gazpacho that sounds terrible like shut up Chuck you don't know what gazpacho he he doesn't even know what gazpacho is I'm a hundred percent for I sure, don't right? get like, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I don't get if you're on like a special three day vacation, why you like worry about your diet for those three days. Like who cares if there's a few carbs in there? Yeah. You're right. This is oh, like a once in a lifetime trip. That's right. Like Daisy was like listing off all the, like the, whatever they were serving for dinner. And then, and then what Sydney's just like, sounds like a bunch of carbs. and no meat and then like daisy's like no there is meat you just didn't know what the meat was right like there was meat in that dinner it was just like she actually just didn't know what the what the meat's name was which is like maybe i mean maybe marcos is just right these people are just like you know kind of like they had guess they have money but like their palates aren't sophisticated Mm, yeah he's calling them like they're like rich white trash yeah 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 in a nice way uh sean have you ever ordered a uh a steak medium plus i didn't so <laughs> and you're in restaurants you're like you like tell me is medium plus a thing i think so if you go to like a very high-end steakhouse me she wanted medium well well done though she wanted no pink i think yeah. a medium plus would have a very like slight hint of pink i think that there's like a negative stigma into saying you want your like meat done well which which i don't necessarily think there should be so like i'm i'm a medium rare guy 
John, yeah. I believe you are too, right? I am, yeah. I but like like if it's your steak, you're the one eating it. If you want a little bit more well, I don't think there's like a chefs get really dramatic about that. I they're the one eating the steak, cook it for them a little more a little bit more. I don't think it's a huge deal, but you gotta know what your steak order is. Medium plus is a weird order. And it's not an order. It's not, it's not really an order. order. And it she wanted a medium well to well done though. Because yeah, when she yeah. sends it back. It's like no pink at all. That's that's well done, I think. Yeah, that's well done. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> idea to stay. As now, far as I'm concerned. John, I guess we should notice. No, during that dinner, Chuck says it's one of his top five dinners ever at the time. Yeah, that came out of his mouth. Yes, that did. He said he had a piece of fat, and then he had a piece of like the meat, and he loved it. Um, I'm not sure where this guy's going. I just. I don't know if he's just like he's got like something going on like stressful bipolar i I don't know he's a gemini john like that yeah he's a gemini that's true he's like what are gemini like are they like two-faced or something i'm literally making this up i think they're they're the uh we don't want to lose all of our main gemini listeners all all, all of our me and june baby audience members um i think that's it yeah they're like the twins and um that's all I got. So, I, th- I think yeah. they're them, Gemini's, people are going to say mad at us. Gemini's and Leo's, <laughs> Gemini's and Leo's are like the extroverts, I think. Okay. I'm a Capricorn and I'm a girl boss, as I learned on yep. Bulletic Med from uh, Lexi. Yep. Jen, Jen, what are you? I think I'm a, I don't know, like late March. Is that an Aries? Ooh. Okay. I think you guys are uh, like like fierce. I- <laughs> All right, that sounds good. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll address this some other. Uh, yeah, your birthday <laughs> week we'll celebrate and kind of we'll look into that a little bit. Yeah, at the time. Uh, so I just like I, I kind of like had it up to here with these people. Erica was wearing now. Erica was wearing a Biden bathing suit, mm. and what I thought was interesting was last time she had people on. One of her friends had a Trump bikini so maybe she was just balancing it out you know um so you know from a tatas to for trump to a biden bikini and what i think is really interesting i haven't really seen much like biden wear like i know like 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 trump had a big like store for like wear you know like you could go on like his website like probably go to like white house whatever and it would just bring you to like his like website where you can buy stuff but like i hadn't seen anything for biden and so this is like this. You have to go out of your way to get this. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Yeah, John. There's actually um, in Latham, New York, there was a Trump store during the pandemic. Yep. It was yep. open. It was open for six months. And look, I mean, it's upstate New York, but I think it was a blue county. I, I look. I, there. I don't know. It, it was there though. Um, yep. So, John, I was actually. At first, when I saw the, the Biden bikini, I was thinking, wait, I thought Erica was the one that wore the Trump bikini before. No, that's no, not, no, the, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. It was her friend. But at first, I'm thinking like, hey, maybe Erica just roots for whoever's in power. Like she just respects the <laughs> office that much. That yeah. She becomes a super fan of like whoever is the president. Unfortunately, yeah. no, I think she's trying to balance out her friend. Um. I'm guessing she probably made the bikini. Not, I think so. Like yeah, self-made. 
Right. We're we're not political on the podcast. We're you know, I'm not saying that there's not that no one would want to wear a bunny bikini, but I'm thinking it's self-made. Yeah. I think, yeah, because you're right, like Trump, Obama, I think Reagan even. Yeah, there's some gear for them for them. You never saw a Clinton yeah. or a Bush t-shirt in the wild. Right. Some some presidents are like gear guys. Some guys aren't some presidents aren't gear guys. I would say Biden is on the non-gear guy yeah. category. So if for you to have a bathing suit of it, you probably maybe you did get it made. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting to see that because you go from like these are the only two people I've ever seen wear a bikini that had like a president on it and they're part of the same crew. So who knows? It was, it was I was really hoping Erica was the one wearing the Trump bikini. I realized halfway yeah. through the episode, but oh, I was hoping she just she, she just, just switched. Bets, she just yeah, she just bets on winners. <laughs> yeah. Um uh Front runner, yeah. Yeah. Sean, so obviously the dinner, whatever, Erica sends her food back, which when Erica said, I hate to do, you know, she goes, I hate to do this, and she's returning her food. This is the, that's the biggest lie I've ever heard in my entire life. Erica loves returning food. That is her. Like if you like gun to her head, that is her top five favorite things is probably returning food. Um, it's, unbelievable. I, yeah. Have you ever had dinner with like a difficult person? Like um, I, have a, I have a family member that sends food back all the time. Yeah. It's, it ruins it. It makes the rest of the meal so awkward. It does. Cause then you're like, you're eating slow. Cause you want them to still have some of the food when they get here. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> I, 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 I think one time I ate, I, I guarantee there was a time where I got the wrong dish and I just like, I told the server, but I ate it anyway. Like I was like, I was like, Hey man, like I definitely didn't order this, but like, there's like five other people at this table. So just like, I'm going to take it, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to power through here for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Erica has never done that. Um, <laughs> but in like, okay. So then Erica tells Daisy, and this is on the preference sheet, we're not going to eat brick again until like tomorrow at 11 a.m. for like a beach brunch. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a beach, uh, like a, a beach picnic breakfast before. But no, because it's tougher because like, what's the shelf life on a pancake? Like 90 seconds? It's not. Yeah. Those get cold fast. Yeah. You got you to keep those warm. Eggs, yeah. Eggs? I don't think so. I mean, you got to stir all those bad boys, and then they get like, yeah, you know, not great. What are you gonna get? A over easy egg, and then get it shipped over? Uh, yeah, you're right. So I think I think it's fruit. I I bet it'll be like pretty like fruit forward. Yogurt, fruit, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, then then almost then everyone wants to eat, and it was like it it was almost like you know I know when truck uh. Chuck came up and he was talking about how, you know, he was hungry. He made it seem like everyone made the conscious decision to withhold food from him. And he asked it like, so rudely, like, I forget the exact wording, but he's basically like, why is it that I can't eat until 11? Like who, like who made it, who made the decision that I can't eat until 11? I can't have food in my stomach. It's like, dude, I don't like, and then, and then Daisy's like, well, we can make you whatever you want. What do you want? And he's just like, he has no answer. I'm what, and like, she has to get out of him what he wants in the omelet. Even omelet. She was like, do you want French toast? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want omelet? He's like, okay, omelet. What do you want in it? And she names like what? A couple things at random. And he's like, yes, that. 
Yeah. And then, so Marcos, so tomatoes end up in Shook's omelet, which I think Marcos is like, all right, this is going to be a boring omelet. I'm going to add a little bit to it to make this better. And I just, it basically, Chuck said the worst vacation of his life after he sees those tomatoes because now the dinner, be, the the steak the night before was worse. was worse than chilies. <laughs> and also, I gotta tell you, man, uh, Erica's mom, Cindy, yeah, really mean. Yeah, she's I, no cup not, of tea. Not a fan. Uh, <laughs> because oh, so she brought up chilies, and or no, he did, and she said it was worse than chilies. No. And then Eric, gets in there is like, yeah, you guys have to tell them that the steak dinner the day before sucked. So now, but, but now Chuck's saying he said he liked the steak to be nice. Yeah. He was like, Oh, I've been drinking. It was nice. But like, like, dude, I just don't get this guy. Like he's just, he's obviously just like trying to like stir something up. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he's one of the most irritating guys I've ever, I've ever met on the show. Yeah, he, uh, he, it even got to the point where he was like, "Oh, tomatoes! I hate tomatoes." Wasn't he the guy that said he ate everything? Like on oh, his yeah. like on his preference sheet, like it was like things I don't eat. It was like nothing. <laughs> then he compares it's like to the, it's a great preference sheet, but he also said he bitter food at ballparks. I feel like, come on, you're when are you get an omelet at a ballpark? What are we talking about here? <laughs> if that's true, what what ballparks are you going to? That'd be great. I would go to that ballpark. Uh, but he basically determined. He didn't want the omelet before he even got it. He's like, all right, like he gave the omelet away. Then he got the second one that had exactly what he wanted in it. And he's like, all right, let me taste this. I'm going to hate it. Uh, and then he, he gets like one bite and he goes, oh, this is terrible. I've had better food at ballparks. Like he said, like, no, man, you have not. Uh, well, I don't know, like a Dodger dog, maybe? No. I think Dodger, Dodger Stadium's known for really good food, but I'm sure it's fine. Like it's, like, I'm sure they have like, a chipotle in there and then maybe some yeah. like a few high-end like um like a wolfgang pucks thing. sure yeah but like they don't send any of the good chefs there it's no yeah it's <laughs> he's just he's just like the worst man like i think he might be remember that guy from like last season that was just like he was just drinking and then he had his dinner off like the back of the bow oh I think it was, like, yeah legacy and like things got like real like like he just became a bully like i almost preferred that guy to chuck and that guy was like dangerous yeah because the next day that guy was a non-factor yeah exactly you know chuck's gonna be a he's gonna be a (laughs) schmuck the whole entire trip even like uh like barry last last like uh selling out season you kind of like he was mean but he was consistent he was where this, guy, this guy's mean and inconsistent and then pretends to be nice and like saying like yeah. he said the steak was good to spare marcus's feelings i i yeah i don't know man um we get another episode with them i will say though chuck keeps you on your toes he's good tv yeah like he's not well, it's like it's like why you hate watch anything else yeah i'll hate watch next week's episode is he's good TV. He's a pain in the ass. And I will be glad to get rid of him at the end yeah. of the next episode, but he's good TV. Um, 
Sean, anything else on these guys? I do have a couple honorable mentions I don't mind getting into. Yeah, I feel like... So, yeah, I feel like Ashley was the first half of the episode. Uh, Chuck was the second half. Uh, for honorable mention, John, are, are, we got to talk a little bit about um, our guy, Tom. Yeah, so Tom had a little bit of a, a spell there. So, I guess, you know, when they're putting the... What's that? The transit, the transit down? Yeah. The tram? When you're putting that down, you basically have to take these pins out because there's, I'm guessing it's like a security feature, right? So he didn't take them out. And so it starts to like crack it. He basically like brushes it off like it's no big deal. And even later, and, you know, talks to Colin. And Colin's like, yeah, man, like you gotta like be more careful about this. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. He's like, well, you scratch the paint. And then he's like throwing everything after it happened. And Gary's just like, just chill out, man. It's not like... It, it, uh, he's he, it's showing he's a little bit over skis a little bit here yeah and when colin gets upset with you man like that that means something yeah he colin just doesn't get upset with people just to get upset with them and if you lose colin man you've lost the boat and probably the world at that point like <laughs> if colin's you've out lost, on you you've lost twitter let's put it that way everyone yeah. on twitter is pro colin yeah so that was that wasn't great from tom i think it was the argument that he's worked on super yes before but not uh, sailing think, yachts. Yeah, he's never worked on sailing yachts. So, and he's saying sailing yachts aren't or super yachts aren't as detailed. I don't think that's true. I think he's making up excuses. Like yeah. I think he just like hates to be embarrassed. Like he's like, which he's he he gets embarrassed easily, but he's also hates to be embarrassed, which not a great combo, Tom. Yeah, and then I mean, also earlier in the episode, I think this is probably on him and Kelsey. They weren't really cleaning properly. Like uh, like the sails, and then I think the side of the boat, and Glenn gets on them about that. Um, were were you surprised Kelsey let this happen, or was this was this all the Tom thing? I couldn't quite tell. I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Kelsey, like Tom, I don't know who has seniority there. I don't think it matters, but I remember Tom saying like, "You don't need to wash that down with soap. You just need to spray it." And then she sprayed it, and then. Gary goes, you need to wash this down with soap. And then she does it again and it's just not good. And then that, at that point, <clears throat> Captain Glenn comes back there. And he goes, he, he basically says, I don't want the crew to work. I want results. And he's yeah. just not seeing it. He thinks the tech crew is getting a little sloppy. So Tom should get the lion's share. He gets kind of all of the blame. Um, certainly I mentioned of Kelsey. I know we, we need more from her, but you know what? It's, we get so much from everyone else that yeah, maybe that's <laughs> how it's supposed to be. Yeah, we're not running dry on points here. Yeah, that's very true. I will say about Tom though, even after he, you know, he takes all these licks from Captain Colin, Gary, and you know, he's getting it from all angles. And Ashley, too, really. Yeah. He's the guy still goes back to uh his room, sprays the cologne on, looks in the mirror, and is like, I'm really good looking. Like he doesn't, you can't really keep him down for too long. He loves himself a little bit too much. And he's going to like, I'm not worried. With John Luke last season, I was worried like, oh, this guy's going to bail. Not yeah. Tom. Like he, he takes it in stride. Yeah. I'm not worried about Tom bailing, but I'm worried we've seen the best of him. Mm. He's starting to like, kind of like crack. And you realize like, like John, like what was it? John Luke's personality is being tall. Tom's might just be like, you know, being good looking. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little worried for Tom and the rest of the season. Ooh, well, we'll see what happens with them and Ashley. 
Yeah. Or maybe um, one of the other girls. I, I don't know. We got to see what happens with Gabby and Kelsey. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of options there. <clears throat> Sean, one other person I want to bring up in the honorable mentions, um, Marcos. So Marcos seemed, it looked like he had seemed to have a wild twenties or at least earlier life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think he wants to be in the drama. Now you saw that when Ashley basically told him about like what happened between Ashley and Tom the night before Marcos did not care at all about it. <laughs> he didn't give an F about any of it. The dude is all business. All business. He did bring up, as you said, um, on a previous boat, it was an all-female crew. And I don't, I wouldn't take Marcus as a liar or an exaggerator. He hooked up with every single girl in the crew, he said. And not, they never mentioned it to anyone else. Like, none of the girls knew. I mean, the guy was a, the guy must have been a killer, right? I mean, he still I, is. Like, you go on Twitter, like, the women, like, it's on Twitter. He's very much beloved by um, individuals oh, that are into Marcos. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he sh- they should bring back the, the Dosecki guy and have it be Marcos. Yeah, why not? Right? I just, he, I'd buy beer from that guy. As yeah. a spokesman, yeah. <laughs> no, guy's a king. Um, I'm, yeah. You know what? I said Chuck was good TV, but he's. I don't know. I I don't like the Marco Slender either. So yeah, no. I am conflicted. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you got anything else before we go into awards? No, I think I think we're ready. Uh, John, who's your win the episode? Um, this is a tough one. It was easy to figure out who I had like losing the episode. I guess um but i think i had ashley winning the episode yeah so not because she was a good person in this episode but she got two apologies both of which i don't think she deserved either of them and that's a feat in itself Mm. and and two i think she's just like the worst type of good tv like i don't think she's a good person but Man, the camera just seems to love her, huh? It it does. She has, she's got like the the popular girl in high school confidence. Where like a mean girl, she's a mean yeah, girl. She is, but mean girls are kind of in. I'm trying to trying to understand Gen Z and like Euphoria. I've only seen a few episodes. Yeah, but it seems to be the vibe. I don't know. Yeah, Ashley. Ashley's great for TV. I had her winning as well, John. Uh, like yeah. I said, showcase performance for her. Just, I loved all the Gabriella stuff. As I said, I do think it's working. I think, I do kind of think Daisy likes Ashley more than G- Gabriella. I can't confirm mm-hmm. that, but that's that's the vibe I get. And look, I think she should give Tom a break a little bit. Like, don't be too mean. But yeah, maybe they'll hook up later in the season. But yeah, t- tonight was tonight blonde Ash- Ashley. I had Gary win the first two weeks. This was Ashley's episode. And I I can't wait for the next night out with them. Yeah. I, I just well, want to see, Sean, what, I just uh, see what she does. Sean, I saw we got a review the other day that said you like Gary too much. Not in a negative way, but uh, <laughs> like, you're, uh, it, did that sway your opinion? Would you have gone Gary? Should that uh, no. review not have happened? I think you could have made the argument for Gary just because he gave a good advice. You know, this, is, this, was, this was Ashley's episode. Yeah, the whole no, the agree. first half was all Ashley, yeah. and I like a second versus third stew 
battle for like a little hierarchy battle especially like with yeah. daisy too like i, I don't know I, I i just love all that and i can't wait to can't wait to, for next week well it's interesting because there's usually, there's usually always like a chef versus stew battle that i always enjoy but you're not going to get that this season like daisy's too smart and marcos is too good so yeah. you got to have some battle here so it seems like it's going to be second stew versus third stew um but uh losing the episode do i have to go any further uh chuck he's just like he's the worst i mean he's a gemini so you got to give him a lot of credit there a lot of this he can't a lot of this he can't control sean because he's a gemini he has to do all these things Mm. um so you know i i I don't fault him too much but um he just had his poor outing guy if maybe the guy's good tv but man i wouldn't even want to eat dinner in the same restaurant as this guy no, I, <laughs> I, um, I was going to go with, look, I was going to go with Chuck too. I actually went with Tom, but look, yeah, Chuck is the worst. He's <laughs> yeah. like, cause those girls last season were no picnic and this guy's way more irritating than any of them. Yeah. I do think Cindy's pretty mean though. Not a fan. I want to know more about the, uh, so which flight, I, the flight. Yeah. I, I want to know more. I'm sure there is someone on that plane who watches the show. We, we could probably yeah. figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, no, actually, I went with Tom tonight. Um, you know, sometimes you just have one of those days at work where nothing goes your way and you don't really do anything correct. No. And I think having Glenn and Colin mad at you is tough because it's not a natural reaction from either of those guys. And also, Ashley gets in his head really, really way too easily. I, I don't think we've seen the best of Tom yet. I now, I'm worried we might have seen the best of Tom is what I'm, which we I, haven't even seen a great Tom. I just think this guy might implode. I, I don't know. I think, I, I think him and Ashley, I think something's going to happen later on the season because I do think there's a little Gary and Daisy foreshadowing this episode. He, he gives her like a long hug while, while smelling bad. And Dizzy's not into yeah. it, but is also a little into it. So I I think I'm I'm bullish on Tom the rest of the season, and he's great TV as well. But yeah, no, just you know, like you have one of those days at work when Off nothing, day. nothing, yeah. nothing really goes well for you. Yeah. It's really for morning tonight, but hey, you know, yeah. he'll he'll recover. All right. All right, makes sense. All right, Sean, what do you got? Question of the week. This is blind. I have no idea. What, I have no <laughs> idea what it is. All right, this is kind of a simple one, but John, how much do you trust Ashley's bartending? I don't. Um, so I know, like, I trust Gabriella's bartending, but Ashley, I don't know. I, a, I don't think she's very good at it, but B, because I know, um, what was it, Cindy? Cindy said, like, hey, make me something. And I think Ashley's response was, Oh, how about vodka with something? <laughs> if, like, she, if if someone makes, if someone says like, surprise me, like make them a nice drink. Don't be like, oh, how about a cranberry vodka? <laughs> where she where is she shaking so hard? What was in that? What was in that tin? Ice. I don't know. <laughs> I, like ice and vodka, but <laughs> there is a way that was like um, I'm a big bar rescue fan. Anytime they try to train the staff, the expert yeah. trainer, 
he's always like when he shows him how to shake the drink always goes way 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 too hard it looks <laughs> it looks cool but i just didn't trust ashley's form there also weird move move by erica's mom to just give deal, dealer's choice to ashley on the drink yeah especially uh, when like her mom is the one who's really like trying to like wash her weight i guess yeah i i think she asked for a low fat one yeah so, but usually that isn't i mean unless you're getting like a white russian or something i don't think yeah. that's something you're watching out for uh yeah no <laughs> but you know what gabby's cleaning up their disgusting rooms yeah, and ashley's bartending like it's yeah I wish it was the other way around. I think just because I don't really like Ashley that much. But uh, hey, Sean, I wanted to ask you one thing. Um, you know, at what point is it on Captain Glenn to kind of like talk to these people? You know, like I, I don't think he wants his crew members being disrespected for like the sake of it. I mean, obviously, this Chuck guy is just like going off the rails. He's not even really making sense. You know, you know, being disrespected for the sake of it's not in the job description or really part of being a good human. Like, do you think Glenn's going to step in here? uh i think i feel like he's done this once before but i forget kind of how um so the first season of sailing yacht which everyone hated there was a guest that that were so the crew thought the guest had cocaine on him and it turned out to not be cocaine i think okay and captain glenn kind of sort of had to talk him down and like explain the situation like hey the crew is just doing their job so maybe he does that with them like later he maybe checks in on them and is like hey um he's got to tell us what you want and marcos can make that for you yeah because right they're just giving they're telling marcos like hey i want a medium plus steak and when clearly clearly you want it well done and like not giving him any like any warning about like a surprise breakfast and then not really knowing what they want in the breakfast. I I think he'll maybe do something like that. Yeah, it's awkward though, because yeah. they're paying all the money and it's yeah, tough spot to be in. I I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he might not yeah. say anything though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, um, we'll see how the brunch goes, right? Yeah. Because they're getting a yeah. second the, that Chuck uh poor Marcus has to make a second breakfast for Chuck on the yeah. beach. Yeah, it's not gonna be great um so but it might be good tv all right sean so that's the episode so let's get into uh some life advice here love it love it all right uh so we got one hey guys so i'm 29 years old finally at the point where i can start saving money i'm just not sure what i should do first here are some details i don't have an emergency fund I know that I should have three to six months worth of income in my savings account for this. Two, I own, I owe 17,000 on a car loan. Three, I have a 401k. Nice. Uh, my employer and myself put in 4%. Uh, I've heard the next step is to put money into a Roth IRA as well. Um, and our guys clocking in at about 40K a year. So, this question is, where do I start? Should I pay should I pay my car payment off first or put money into a savings account for an emergency fund? I've also heard you should put 10% of it into your income. Oh, you should invest 10% of your income. Mm. Uh, should I be putting more money into my 401k or opening up a Roth IRA? Thanks in advance. 
Sean, I feel like, uh, so our guys in like a typical spot of like a lot of people in their twenties, you know, yeah. they get money, they get money for the first time and they're not exactly sure how to allocate it. But at least our guy calling in here is he's got his head on straight about the different buckets he wants to put his money in. He's thinking about investing emergency funds, the things we didn't think about necessarily when we were in our early 20, well, this guy's 29 though. So, yeah. um, so, uh, Sean, this is kind of my wheelhouse. If you don't mind me kind of taking this one and let me and letting, uh, and then, and then, you know, let me know kind of where you are and what you want to. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I knew this would be for those that don't know, John's an, an accountant. So this is like financially guy. This is, this is all John. Yeah. And I do have a, a website too called checkingpoints.com. So you can go there and I got some couple things on, uh, planning and all that good stuff, credit card points, all that fun stuff. But all right, let's help our guy out here. So the first thing, it's good that you're thinking about your 401k. So I know you mentioned, you know, putting more money into it. You should put into it up until where your employer stops matching. So I know you're putting in 4% right now and your employer's putting in 4%. I'm guessing they're matching 4%. Um, if that's the max, then I think you stay right there because this money is always kind of tied up in a 401k um, and it's tougher to move around. So, mm -hmm. um, so if your employer matches up to 4%, leave it exactly where it is. Um, the next one you talk about is emergency fund. Yeah. You should have an emergency fund, um, you know, three to six months, someone your age, if you don't have a family, you could probably be on the low end of that, um, you know, closer to a three month time frame. Um, hopefully you've got some like short-term disability, long-term disability through your company. Um, if anything, you know, significant should happen, but, um, I think three months is probably about where you want to be. If you can do more, that's great. But, um, you've got a couple other things here, like your car loan. So let's think about this for your car loan. One of the things we don't, I don't have this information here, but it's something to think about is what is the interest you're paying on your car loan? So if it's high, if you're paying like more than like, let's say like 5% interest, then I, I, I know you want to invest money into like an investment or a Roth IRA, but, um, you know, that's real interest on 17%. So we're on, on 17,000, let's say if it's over 5% or so, where I think you're better off putting money, extra money down on your car loan, um, to get, you know, you know that interest being less and less because, the worst thing you could do is put money in the stock market. It goes down, but you still have to pay that 5% interest. So let's just pay it off now. It's tough to beat 5%. They say the market goes up 7%, 8% a year. Yes, but that's not every year. Sometimes it can go down. So let's pay off that interest if it's high. Um, Roth IRA, that's a great tool. So Roth IRA is post-tax income investment vehicle. Um, it's great for you to do now when you're in a lower tax bracket. So since you're in a lower tax bracket, let's take that money out post-tax now and get it into an IRA, in, in, into a Roth IRA. So you've got a job, you've got money that you can use. You, you need to have income to have a Roth IRA, so you do. Um, and you want to put that into the Roth IRA. And yeah, you want to put in like some index fund. So the first like 10 grand you invest, even more, just put it into an index fund. Don't work like uh, S&P um, index fund would be perfect. Um, and uh, what is interesting now, since we're here in this time, if you had income in 2021, you could open up an IRA now. And I think you can backdate your contributions to 2021 still. So if you've got some extra cash, you can actually throw it in and 
because you max out at 6K a year. So you could put in, if you had enough cash, put in for 2021, and then you can start contributing for 2022. So um, candidly, our caller is absolutely asking the right questions and I like where their head's at. So I think this person's set up for success. Um, check out that car loan payment. If the interest is really high, let's focus on that. If it's not high, let's say it's a new car and you're only paying zero to 1% interest, then yeah, I put some money into a Roth IRA because you're going to get a compounding impact um, over the next 20, 30 years of your life where um, you're going to definitely beat that 1% that you're mentioning here. Right. So, sorry, I went on long, Sean, but that's kind of my spiel here. No, that was all great. It's very sound advice. I, the only, um, so I paid off my car loan last year. It is a great feeling. Um, and like John, that was the most important point is like, was this a new car or was this a used car where you're paying maybe a high interest rate? Yeah. Um, because yeah, like I, I think I found out cause I buy my car used and a couple of years into it, I found out like, oh wow, this interest is accumulating. Like I, this, my car is way more expensive than I thought it was now. And like, so I yeah. started, I started attacking it and, um, like once you pay it off, it, it does feel amazing. Your insurance goes down too, because if you have a secured interest on your car, you have to get like full insurance coverage. You know, maybe you want that anyway, but if you're, if there's not a lien in your car, you can kind of lower your insurance a little bit, which is going to help month to month. I mean, not having lower insurance and not no car payment, you feel like you have a ton of extra money. Oh yeah. But um, then again, though, 17 grand on 40K a year, it's going to take a minute to pay off, right? I mean, I would say minimum three years because you're talking like maybe you refinance it um, and start paying like $500 a month and then you can pay it off in three years. Yeah, because yeah, so you're looking at what, six at 60 payments, you're looking at like 280 bucks a month without interest, so. Yeah, so yeah, maybe if you refinance, the 500 a month is, it's a lot of money too on 40 yeah. grand a year. So that's going to, you're not going to get that satis satisfaction of paying it off like anytime soon, but I'm sure 70, I'm sure it's a really nice car. So yeah. take care of that. And like, you'll, you'll feel better that it's maybe you're going to pay it off earlier too. So yeah, that, that is a great feeling. Um, but yeah, I would definitely trust John's advice as far as the 401k and everything like that. John, as far as an emergency fund, I actually read this. The average American has like a three-week emergency fund tops. Yeah, it. I think I, I've read all these stats that just say like the average American can't pay off. I don't want to say the average, but it's like some crazy high percentage of Americans like couldn't cover a like $700 emergency payment if they needed to, which like I, I think that, that that's not obviously not great. But, um, you know, I think a lot of people may not have the financial maybe not be in the financial space or the financial kind of literacy to like realize how important the safety net is. So. Right. Um, yeah. What would you, for a guy like, so you're saying it's going to, cause I, I'm going to take most of your advice. So 401k. Yes. Cause 4% keep doing that. Yeah. Right? Up to what they match. That's yeah. That's important. Cause that's like free money. I don't know what the vesting percentage is like, but that's usually like free money. So that's usually a, a really good way to go. All right, so 401k, then you said like, you could do lower end safety fund, like three months. 
Yeah, if, if I think break, someone if like you have a family. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't have a family or things like that, I think you know three months buys you a lot as a single guy. Because um, what you know, I think what's that forty grand? I think it's like it's probably pre-tax three months. So yeah, like <laughs> you know, ten grand or something like that, which whatever that's 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 gonna that's gonna get you by for a good amount of time should something happen as yeah. a single guy and we're saying based on your interest rate um for the car so if it's low interest rate then do the ira and if it's yeah. high interest rate then maybe try to attack that first yeah try even, to though pay it off. even though it'll, yeah. it'll be a long process based on yeah the amount and your income but now if you can figure out how to get the 401k match pay off your car loan as at least as scheduled if it's low interest rates and like try to like max out your Roth IRA, you're, you'd be sitting real pretty. I don't know how feasible all those things are, but um, that would be, that would be a really good way to like, at least, at least share that um, you're starting to build, accumulate wealth, which is where, where you want to be. Look at us. Financial advice, man. <laughs> oh, also, uh, I'm not a financial advisor. Do not take any of you. Like, I don't know if there's like a legal thing. I'm just giving my advice. Like I'm not, I I'm not a financial advisor. So like, this is just me saying what I think I would do if I were in these shoes, but like, I just don't want to get sued in case like I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm definitely not either, but I, I love that people trust us enough Yeah. for this. Hey, that's yeah. feels great. Yeah, yeah I, this was a different one. I liked it. Yeah, so uh, we'll get back to our usual maybe next week. Who knows, <laughs> uh, Sean? But anyway, hey, we're three, three episodes in. Um, I don't love the uh, guests, but they're they're pretty good, and hopefully we can just get a nice night out with uh, Daisy and the crew. So, yeah. uh, I was, Sean, I, I, oh, sorry, I was gonna say, I still love this episode. Yeah, like, it was a good episode. The, yeah, the show is just the show is just spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're at below deck, Sean, I'm at below deck, John, you can find us at overboard underscore pod. And, uh, we live tweeted the hell out of this episode. So, um, we'll be back next week. Sounds good, John. Everyone. Thank you for listening. Bon voyage.